Welcome back to the PG D&D Podcast. Do you love everything D&D? Be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for updates. We're also on Patreon, and for only two bucks a month, you can get loads of exclusive content, including our after show. Everybody, welcome back to PG D and I'm your dungeon master, Jefferson Baby, joined by Zane. I play Theseus. Matt, I play Delphus the Great. Tyson, I play Alondros. Shay, I play Thalassa. Connor, I play Callan. Last time on PG D and you wrapped up your business on the Isle of Skies, letting. Callan heal from his wounds that he obtained after holding up the sky for a few moments. You worked on various skills in order to increase your ability and in mechanic terms level up. While also doing so, Adelphos wrestled with whether or not he would stay on the Isle of Skies with Lydia who asked him to do so. Upon your departure, Adelphos decided to leave with his friends and you set sail for the Kraken's grave, which after discussing amongst yourselves, decided was the next place to go in order to tie off any loose ends regarding Thalassa and the overseers of the lost who are still hunting you all. And as you left and passed through the veil of clouds, you exited at nighttime on the open ocean with the water still and glass-like, creating reflection, making it look like your ship, the Valiant, was moving across Nyx itself. And that's where we left off. Laying on the deck, I want to look at Theseus and say, Ugh, Theseus, can you hand me that drink? I'm, I'm so weak. I'm so weak. I will give him the drink. You're, you're welcome for helping you get all those items. <laughs> and I take a sip. <laughs> I dip my hand in the drink, <laughs> and I splash water around your face like, that'll cool you down. <laughs> Carry it over with your fingers yeah, inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As you do fall asleep, reflecting on what ha- has happened in the past, Delphos, you have a dream. Ooh. Much like... Uh, actually not. Oh. As you begin to sleep, your mind begins to wander, and you think of the vision, or rather the memory that you had when you were dipping beneath the waves in the storm headed for the Isle of Skies. And you have that same vision. You, a young, young boy, walking forward with your mother, hand in hers, past several guards, chains on your feet towards the Coliseum. She stops and looks at you and tells you that she has an important gift to give you. A gift from your father. And your vision goes blurry. And it skips ahead. You're now a a younger man, 10 or 11 years old, and you're at your mother's side kneeling on the small earthen and stone bed that she's laying on with scraps as as her bedding. And she's very, very ill. And she looks at you, and she says, Don't forget, Adelphos, 
that this will always protect you. As she holds in her hand, clasped with yours, your handkerchief, marked with, in this vision you can see, a black rose and two letters that are a little more familiar to you now. You have actually learned to read a bit more with the help of Lydia and Alondros. And the letters are PR. And then she says, it was this that saved you from this illness. Remember that. And as she says that, her hand slips and falls limp. And then you wake up in a cold sweat. It's early morning now. I'm not going to say that you have to go back to bed, but you, you are fully rested. But these were memories that you don't often have. It seems odd you have it now. And I sit up and kind of run my fingers through my hair, like you do when you're stressed or thinking about something. I'll get out of my cot and I will go on top of the, the deck mm -hmm. and just stand and watch the waves go by. You do. There's a little bit more waves than there were last night when you left the Isle of Skies. And as the sun begins to rise, you can feel a wind blowing that's catching the sails as it's moving. And everybody else wakes up. Who would be first up, you think? I'm going to be up, <laughs> up first, and I'm going to take... I have, I have a little bell okay. in my equipment because I have a string and bell, and I'm just going to start ringing it. It's like, Theseus! Theseus! Theseus right there! Oh my god. <laughs> I just bust out laughing. Quiet, Theseus. Theseus, see what he wants. No, don't, don't set the cat. No. Orpheus, go back. Orpheus, go away. Orpheus comes over, and he sits next to you just out of the reach of your arm but close enough to where he can kind of paw at you with his tentacles <laughs> and he just kind of like pats at you and like your hand as you're like waving him off he's sort of like you know how like cats will play with your hand as yeah. you try and pet them or move them or something he's doing that no i'm sorry theseus call him off he's playing the, call him the, off the harder the harder you push him away the more he plays until finally he actually pounces on top of you fully <laughs> And is like licking your face and purring wildly and is nuzzling your, his head on your head. Can I hear him struggling Aww. up on the Oh, bed? absolutely. <laughs> no, fine, I'll go see Y'all, I'll be up I... there and I'll be like, aw, you finally made friends. Get him off me. Get him off me. Here, I want to, as you're getting up, I want to be like, let me handle this. And I want to walk over to him. Having fun. Get him off me, please. Look, they made friends. I can see that. Get him off me. <laughs> but he loves you. I can't breathe. I felt worse in the arena. You're fine. I'd be I'll getting just, up early I'll look, I'll look at Orpheus and say, okay, that's enough. Roll an animal handling check. I can speak with animals. Are you going to cast speak with animals? Nah, no. Okay. He should. He'd be so confused. Because you can. It'll just cost this spell not spot. Not worth it. Yeah, you see, he looks at you like a child saddened by a mom coming over and telling, like, okay, like, never run housing. And he rolls off of Callan and then uh, just sort of trots away to wherever Theseus is. I'd be, I'd be getting up. I'd, uh, I'd be an early riser. So, yeah. and by this point, you see that everybody on the ship is now 
who weren't on the night watch getting up and sort of attending to their posts. And you see as Iadorna leaves, gets out of her cabin, she kind of looks at you five and says, Can we talk for a moment? Yeah. I suppose so. Should we all go huddle around Callum? He can walk now. I can oh, walk. Yeah. Thank you very he's, much. He's <laughs> he has broken ribs, which for the next... Theseus! 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 I'll help Callum walk over. You can tell... I'm that looking at it. He is, yeah, he can perfectly, he can he can walk there with minimal pain at all. I'll, I'll help him anyways. Okay. You're a good man. Most of the time. <laughs> yes. Hashtag actually not evil. <laughs> Hashtag um, I don't know. I hate how much I love that cat. He's the worst and the best all at the same time. Just as a reminder for you, Callan, whenever you attempt an action in combat, you must make a DC 10 constitution saving throw on a failed save you lose your action yep. and can't use reactions until the start of your next turn but that is only for the next eight weeks okay so that'll go away is that an ability check or is it just a straight a saving throw a saving throw yeah it's a okay throw. so i could give him like a bardic that would help him pass that or only, whatever correct but every time but he, every it, turn yeah. he has to make an action it would be economically correct i mean you could if you want to yeah. if it's an important action absolutely but i'm saying he'll <laughs> i need a bardic <laughs> <laughs> movement is not an action so it would be like an attack action mm -hmm. or a health action or anything like that like okay. moving around is fine and again it's just you're overexerting yourself and your broken rib just shoots pain into your body okay so much that you can't move and you won't take any damage from it and so you all go to the quarters and Hexus is there, Hexus, sorry, with Iodorna um, and Theseus, the head sailor. And Iodorna says, oh, all right, where, what's our heading? Look, I'd look at Callan. What was it called again? The Kraken's Grave. And you see that uh, Iodorna has a look of recognition. She knows the place, generally. She says, you may need to help me get there. I've never been there myself, though I've I've heard of it as a once common route. I could do that. Best if we don't head directly there, but maybe somewhere close in the vicinity. All right. And you see, she pulls out some maps and things. Um, Ooh, maps! Hixus looks at you with uh, uh, almost a glance of pride in his eyes, and then goes back to his regular like sternness, and they begin charting out where they are. Hicksus is claiming uh, about where they were based on the stars and the position of the moon means that they are about a four day sail away from the Kraken's grave, which I will show you on the Theros map where it is. And based on where he was saying, you are to the west in the Siren Sea, you're sailing back east towards Theros there is a little marking where the shoals are, like a small area of, of shallow water at certain times, and that's where the Kraken's Grave is. So just off like the coast of Melitus? Correct, the off, the, of... off the west coast of Melitus. Yeah. So while Melitus is actually on the opposite side of the little peninsula that mm -hmm. it owns, it's on the, technically, Melitus itself is on the east side of the peninsula. This is on the west side. So you're headed back kind of to where you came from, not exactly. Four days sail. 
And it, you said it kind of goes ups and downs, like kind of with tides? Correct. So at low tides, it's a very dangerous place because the rocks actually appear. It's actually even more dangerous at high tide because the, you don't the know tide hides the rocks, but they're shallow enough that ships could potentially <clears throat> run aground. Okay. And Iadorna says, from what I understand, that it used to be a common trade route through here, which is why it's marked on the map. However, since technology has improved and ships have become a lot more seaworthy, sailors I know sailing up the coast towards Akros avoid this area entirely. Yes, it's not a very... If you don't know where you're going, it can be very dangerous very quickly. And that's why it's been such a great hideout for so many years. Is there anything that we need to know about this place before we yeah, go charging f- in there? Give me a couple hours to draw some things up, and then we can go over all of it. And I'll give you a better understanding of what we can expect, and the unexpected that will inevitably happen. But at least everybody will have a general idea of the chaos that we're going into. You all meet again now in the afternoon, after Callan has had some time to make his maps. All right. And who's all in here? Is Iadorna still here? Is she invited in, or is this just you five? I think we should include her. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I don't think so, but whatever. I don't care. Well, she Not me specifically. Not me like, maneuver but... the boat in case. Well, it depends. I think she, did at least, she should at least know what's going to... Just so she can... Now, before we start, I know that the Tinkerer is around the Kraken's grave... But what exactly is our plan going in here to stop the overseers from coming after Thalassa? Kill all of them? (laughs) That's an option. Probably not the best one. There's going to be a potential large amount of people in this area. Most of them. (laughs) We could pretend as though you have captured me. Well, I think after his last battle, it's he's made his position fairly clear. You can change who you are. It's true. That's true. true. But I would also bring bringing three unknown associates in there who have never been tested or proven, yeah. and that could cause problems. And have been seen fighting. The... What is the political structure like? If we were to topple the 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 ones at the high up, would it? disband everything below or is there a pretty strict system that would put another in its place there is a hierarchy if we eliminated all of them potentially it would crumble but more than likely somebody else would pick it up whether they would want to continue after Thalassa or not is unknown to me that's I, I have no idea why they even want her. That's a good question. I feel like we should ask her. We, we need to find out why they want Thalassa, and then we will find out whether they will continue. Mm. I mean, is Thalassa for personal gain for Cairn, or is it for, you know, the overseers, you know, plans of some kind that will go on whether certain people are dead or not? Well, I guess I'll at least give you the rundown. This is the front of the building from the ocean side. Looks like a lighthouse or a lighthouse. It is a lighthouse with a building on the side that has two stories on an island and the lighthouse. As you're describing of what this is, 
you you note that this small, rocky, very rocky island that it's on is the only one that really sticks up out of the water, which is why there was a lighthouse built here. The rock is black volcanic rock, and it is actually a white and blue rock lighthouse built on top, much in the style of most of Melitus. It has been out of commission for over a hundred years, but was once used not only as a way to warn sailors of the shoals in the area, also used as a small garrison for Melitus to sort of have troops that could be mobilized on its coast quickly, which they've since stopped doing because they have warred a lot less with people like Akros and places that would need to defend the coast. And so it, it pulled double duty as one as a lighthouse, two as also a barracks slash garrison. So that's why there's another building to it. Correct. I'm it, guessing we're facing east looking at this. Yeah, yeah, you're facing east, east. and this side of the island it's is facing, is facing out, towards out towards the open ocean, facing west. Okay. So that is the front of the building. It's mainly just a front. There's some living quarters on the second floor. This is the first floor. It's like a common room eating dining hall. In the corner here is a fireplace with a secret entrance that goes down into a cave system that the whole island is comprised of. Second floor is essentially just sleeping quarters and a place where the guards can rotate through on their shifts. And you would know, Callan, that there are usually only about three people in this building at a time. All the other business is typically done yeah. in the caves Make below. it look like it's still abandoned. Correct. Would he relay this information to us too? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So these three on top so we could easily take them out first without getting noticed most likely potentially we'll get into the rotations and shifts here in just a minute i can i can go over all of that from from what i remember this is looking out west towards the back of the building there is a dock on the south side and that has a path that leads up towards the barracks and the lighthouse and then on this back western side, there's a cave that at high tide only allows, it's about a 10 foot gap between the water levels and the top of the cave. And during low tide, it's about 40 feet and it's just big enough to get two ships inside of the cave. Now inside the cave, you enter and there's two docks, like I said, just big enough to get boats in there. On the northern side is the storerooms. On the northwest side is the armory. On the west side is the sleeping quarters. And then on the southwest side is where the fireplace in the corner of the upstairs barracks. That is where the ladder comes down. And then on the southern side is the treasure and throne room. And attached to that towards the southeast side is Care's quarters. As far as I know, the only entrances are this one through into the cave system where the ships enter and depart, and through the fireplace. As for the watches, they are on an eight-hour rotation. There is two in the lighthouse tower. There is one on the roof of the barracks on top of the island, patrolling around the roof. They're not stationary up there. There is one posted always at the armory. There is one always posted at the storeroom. 
and there's two always posted in the treasure room. Now, that's not to say that there's 10 people there. If they are getting shipments, chances are there's going to be 40, 50, maybe more if it's busy. If there's not shipments, there could be less. If a lot of people are out doing contracts and making business deals, there could be even less. And if there's not as much of that going on, there could be even more. There's about 100 people in this organization. Not that they're all going to be there. The chances of that are extremely slim. Now, what are, what's the situation with Care? Is he always guarded or does he usually are, stay by himself? There are always two people in the throne room, which is how you get to Care's quarters, but he's not necessarily always here. He has a habit of disappearing and nobody really knowing where he went and then showing up randomly like nothing ever happened. Like he's living a second life. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much normal. He's he's not necessarily always protected by bodyguards, but there are certain individuals who are call them captains or lieutenants. So as far as I remember, and this is how the organization was when I was there. Things probably have changed since then. There was Xenon, who was one of these lieutenants. He is the ambassador. He's a human man, very charismatic, very likable, horrible in physical combat, but has a way with his words and his tongue that is undeniably exquisite. <clears throat> Take your match, Alondros. <laughs> there is Galator, who is the treasurer, and he was a Triton man. Kind of a lonely type, but incredible at handling money, making sure that the books were kept, and also making dirty money become clean. He was undeniably good at tracking all amounts of money. There is Cephas, who is the import-export type of guy. He manages all of the goods, making sure that they get to where they need to go. He was also a human, and... No, you're saying was. Did something happen to these guys? This is... I just don't know if they are still in these roles. This is how it was when I was there, but it's mm -hmm. been months, and things have changed a lot, <laughs> I'm assuming. You reflect on the fact that you killed Baxor. Yeah. You're not there anymore. So. Yeah. Cephas was a master of subterfuge and sneaking past the radar and knowing who to bribe and knowing when to go where at what times. He is very calculated and not a man to cross because he will hit you when you're least expecting it. There is Gore, who is the forcer, which you are all very familiar with. He is the muscle, he leads the muscle, and he's very good at what he does. He was the muscle. Then there was Baxor and myself. We were Care's right-hand men. We oversaw most of the day-to-days with all of these other captains and lieutenants and making sure that everything ran well. Then there was Care, and Care is a charismatic psychopath. 
is the simplest way that I can put it. He will put on such a great show and you will think that he is very harmless and that he is just looking out for you and trying to make sure that everything is going well in your life. And all the while, while he's doing that, he's poisoning your drink and you die 30 minutes later. He has no remorse. He's all about business. That's all that matters. I'm going to go through Xenon. Okay. And how to disguise myself. Okay. Yep. So you how to disguise Xenon. Z you see a, a man with olive skin and dark hair, but with like these bright green eyes. And you can tell he's a younger man and he appear appears very attractive. And you get the idea. He's the ambassador. You get the idea. Also, it has been several months since Callan has seen these people. And so there are some features of them that almost appear fuzzy to you. Just because it's it's Callan trying to remember accurately what they look like. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like the eyebrows on Xenon are a little off. And you can tell that they're off. But you get the idea. <laughs> the eyes are just a little bit like yeah, far, far, far. <laughs> just anyway, a little bit. You, but you get, but you get the idea that these. Uh, if you were to see this person on the street, you would be able to recognize them. Yeah. Well enough. Does that make sense? Like having seen a photo of somebody and then bumping into them. Who's next after Xenon? Galator. You transport a Galator who is a Triton, a bit older. You see his scales are paling instead of normally like a, a, a shimmering scales like like a lot of vibrant. tritons have a vibrant sort of metallic colors. His are very matte, and you can tell that that comes with tritons who are aged. And you know, you know, uh, Alondros and of course Callan and Falasa that tritons can get upwards of two to three hundred years old, and so he's probably in the latter end of that. You get the idea. Mm -hmm. The Akroan boys, sorry, you, you're not as familiar with Tritons, but you can kind of tell that he's different than, than other Tritons and might be from age. It's like a salmon, when they get old and they, they turn from red to like gray. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, basically, yeah. That's kind of cool. Alright, next is Cephas. Okay, you, trans you go to Cephas. Cephas is another human, and he, you know how you look at people and they just kind of like look like rats you know what i'm saying like yeah. their features <laughs> That's you know exactly. they've got a very like he's got a very small jaw and a very small mouth with a very sharp large nose his with with very beady eyes and he has a he wears a beard that's super super patchy and very thin right and his hair is also uh very very thin and stringy that he wears down um, and very very greasy and he is very small and even a little hunched over and so, you know, he's not a rat, but you can... Yeah. Some buck teeth? Yeah. It's perfect for his job, too. Is that okay? Is That's that awesome. That's so right. perfect. He's like a rat. He hides in places where nobody sees him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Then Gore. We change to Gore, almost pretty much identical to how you remember fighting him a few weeks ago, except for that he has a full horn on the one side with the other one just barely chipped at the top, which you know would be now missing you soon. Mm -hmm. And then I will turn into Care. All right, so you turn into Care. Care is, and I don't, not old like, like Galator was, but older. You can tell he has mature features in his face. He has green eyes, and he has a very fierce, 
features, very striking features, very sharp features. And save for a little difference in the way his jaw is shaped, Velasa, this looks like your father. What? what? Oh my gosh! <laughs> no way. Uh, okay. Um, I would just be like shocked and standing there. And I would say, uh, are you sure? This is what, this is Kev. This is him. I've known him for the better part of 25, 30 years. Have you only known him from here? Uh, yeah, Baxor first introduced us, right, when I was just barely going out on my own. I, I, you look to be my father, but slightly different. You're sure? Don't forget many things. The details, the fine details might be a little fuzzy, but I spent more time with this man than I have anybody else in my entire life. I would just kind of like back up and sit wherever I can to take it in. I'm gonna drop, drop disguise self. Why would he be searching for me? Does he just want me? Does he want to hurt me? I don't get the impression that he wants to hurt you or he's had many opportunities to hurt you. Why didn't he just come find me? I don't, I don't know. I, don't... I would just be shocked thinking things through in my mind. How did, thi- how did things end with your father? He was just leaving on a job. Like normal, and he never came back. Hmm. How many years ago was that? Honestly, I don't remember how long ago it was. It's just been, I've been searching for him for so long. He never talked of work. He never told you what he did? No, I thought he was a tradesman. I mean, I guess technically he kind of is, but didn't think it was this kind of thing. He really is your father. I can understand why he wouldn't tell you. A lot of people don't tell me things until later on. As Thalassa shoots a look at Callan. Does your father maybe have a brother, perhaps? I'm sure he does, but I don't know who they are. He never, he has never ever mentioned family. Yeah, for the most part, we kept to our family. Me, my brother, my sister, my mother, and him. What's your father's name? His name is Nereus. I'm assuming that I have never heard this name. Never, ever. How do you spell it? N-E-R-E-U-S. What about your your mother, Thalassa? What about her? I don't think Ken would be her mother. <laughs> Adelphos, keep the pace, man. <laughs> <laughs> My mother was always just at home with us. She always kept the house warm. Her name is Doris. She did leave with your dad. She did, yeah. Yeah, on the on the ship that when he disappeared, basically. Right. That's what I was trying to ask. Did All she right. come back? No, she 
She left with him on the last, the last shipment that I thought they were going on, which was peculiar, but mother said she had to help father, so we just went along with it. And we were all of age that we were fine. When's the last time you talked to any of your siblings? It's been a few years. My brother, Evander, he is a, he's the eldest and he's very artistic and he does, he, he makes incredibly beautiful and detailed sculptures that many, many seek out. So I've, I've, I've seen his work around and so I know he's okay. And my sister, Nyad, she is extremely skilled in jewelry and, and anything beautiful. Everybody wants all of her creations. She's very high level for most important people. They seek out her work. Roll me a history check, Alondros. 13. In your studies at the university before you went to war, you've heard of Evander, a Triton artist who worked in the Bay of Melitus and had done some work for the university. And in one of your classes, even though you were a philosophy student, one of your general classes, you studied art, right? And the different art of the different cultures. And you actually studied some of his work in Melitus. You're familiar by name with Evander. Okay. You've seen his work before. I'm actually familiar with your brother's work. We studied him in at, at the university. Yes, um, I'm, I'm sure some of his work is somewhere around there. Yes, that's quite interesting that this is, this is your family. I guess we've never talked much about your personal life. I just assumed that you were alone, I guess. In a sense alone, but still family. You know, distances. They ventured off about around the same time I started to really look for my parents. They ventured off to do their own things. They didn't think it was abnormal that mother and father have gone, and I don't even know if they know they have not been back. Where do you call home? Just the seas. Do you ever have a, a house? You you lived in a small community. Tritons really don't have any, any like formal cities or anything. Yeah. And you would know this too, Alondros, that there's really no city in the sea that belongs to the Tritons. They live kind of in family communities scattered throughout, mostly in the shelf near the shores, right before it gets to deep ocean. And so you would have lived Thalassa, near-ish Melitus, not in the Melitian Bay per se, but in a small community off the shore near where Melitus, the actual city is. Okay. On I, the, I would relay that to you. On the eastern Yeah, on the, the east coast? coast side yeah, on the, the eastern, the, on the eastern the side, yep, in that, okay. in that bay up there. Unless you want to have well, lived somewhere else. On the western side, doesn't yep. matter to me. But I don't care. In the Siren Sea. <laughs> well, ocean. the Again, ocean what? kind of changes and everything. We don't label cities like most places. The ocean is ever-changing, and so we kind of go where the water takes us, but I do stay closer to Melitus area 
unless a herd of friends want to go elsewhere. And that's also where your fa- father did most of his business, was in Melitus. It's all very confusing. You're telling me, what would the journey be like from one side of the peninsula to the other? Sailing? Yes. It would be about a day's, a okay. day a day of sailing. What about, a peninsula is also land, right? Yeah, so a peninsula. about on land? On, well, if you just cut across on land, you, you all took that journey, actually. You cut across the peninsula from Melitus to Glossian, which was on the other side. Mm. Took you about half a day. The peninsula is not so very it's pretty long. Thin. It's pretty thin, right? Okay. So it would take us longer to sail around it. It would take longer to sail around it. However, people often, and tradesmen often sail around. Well, it just depends. There's a lot of cargo that moves overland and is picked up not in Glossian. There's another city. Hold on. You can probably hold more in a boat, though, so it's Glossian. probably more. You, you can, and, and the thing is, is that the trip to Akros from Melitus by land is about the same as it is by sea because you have to go around the peninsula. However, a lot of times people go by sea because you can carry more on a ship yeah. than you can. You'd have to in hire a car. Like you have to have a huge caravan. Right. right. Yeah. And so and and it's not and it's also there's a, there's another place called Altrisos, which is a little south of Miletus, but then on the western side of the peninsula, and that's where a lot of people a lot of people might actually move their goods overland from Melitus to Altrisos and then ship it up mm. to Akros. Places so like go by that. land and then jump in a boat Correct. and go up to Akros. Correct. Okay. But you went the other direction to Glossian. Okay. You went kind of a little north of Melitus but still across the peninsula. So it wouldn't And Neolantis. Neolantis oh. is at the very tip of the peninsula <laughs> on the western side. Okay. So it wouldn't necessarily be unheard of if Cares her father for him to make a trip around the peninsula. Correct. That would be yeah, a day is a day, and like that's fine, you know. Yeah. Okay. And and he was. Correct me if I'm wrong, Falasa. When you said he was a tradesman, he was a tradesman in the sense that he was more of a merchant, a mover of goods, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like he didn't have. A, he wasn't a tradesman in the sense that he was a blacksmith or a yeah, Fletcher yeah. or no. He was he was a merchant. Yeah. So essentially, he would. Did he own a ship, his own mm, ship, or did no. he? Okay. Not that I knew of. Okay, so he was essentially he would essentially. Like he was hired to do jobs, jobs. for yeah. Right, so he essentially worked for ships. Correct <coughs> me if I'm wrong. Yeah. He'd be hired much like Bissius was hired. Yeah. To <laughs> operate a ship, whatever their mission may be, a lot of that was trade and and moving goods to Satessa or to Akros. Right? Probably the most common. Yeah. A lot of Tritons do it because they know the seas, they know how to sail, and they're fine traveling. You know what I mean? A lot of, you know, sometimes people aren't, even in Melitus, people aren't keen to travel far, but Tritons, just like she was saying, kind of move where they live throughout their lives because of the ocean. They're fine, they like to travel. And so, in answer to your question, it would not be unheard of to, for him to hop on a ship in Melitus, sail around the peninsula, and up to Akros or anywhere. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or to move overland with a group of people, get on a boat in Altrios, get on a boat in Altrisos, and then go north. Yeah. It just depends, right? Yeah. So basically, he was much like, he was basically a Bissius character, mm-hmm. where he would go to the yards, he'd be hired as a skilled laborer, and then move goods. Okay. This, all of this information is quite interesting. I can't imagine 
what you're feeling, Thalassa, but I myself, this is enough to ponder on for a day or two as I look at Theseus and everyone else. Yes, I, I, I do believe for the first time I feel seasick. <laughs> Iodorna looks at you, Callan, and says, is there any specific provisions we may need before attempting to land at the um, Kraken's grave beyond what we possess now? Not that I can think of. It's kind of hard to think right now. Well, we have four days. We can think it over and reconvene the night before we make it there. I will tell you that the lighthouse is specifically used to either let ships know that they are expected and ready to come in if it is lit. And if it's not lit, then more than likely they are departing. Okay. They don't like to draw attention to to themselves. And it's best if we do not linger in the area. We need to find somewhere that is quiet and secluded and work our way towards there. Probably better if it's just the five of us. That was my next question, if you needed the help of the crew. I think it would put them in more danger. It would also... You will be less noticed, the five of you, than an entire ship attempting to sail to the island. We won't fare well if we try to bully our way in there. All right, then. We'll make our heading. Is there a port nearby this den? Or any form of land that we could potentially leave the ship at? Like dock into? Yeah. Just go to Acros next. I don't know why. I think we should just go to Acros next. Just straight up, right? Yeah, let's just yeah, go right after. Yeah, we can right just stay at your place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just hit Acros. You can stay on my place. Oh, there's, there... <laughs> so there's a town on the coast further south than Altrisos called Natumbria. Natumbria would be the closest actual port to this area. Same. And that is actually another reason why people don't use the lighthouse anymore is because also instead of sailing all the way around, they can just go across to Altrisos and sail up, bypassing this area right here, which is where, again, south of Altrisos, north of Milanton, sort of this little bay area where Natumbria is, is where the shoals are located. Okay. So potentially we could bring our large ship dock it there, mm -hmm. jump on a smaller boat, just as five go out to this place a little bit more covert. You could, yeah. It would be a little, a little bit, if you get in a rowboat, it would be a bit of a treacherous journey because you will have to cross a, a few miles of actual, like, open ocean mm -hmm. to get there. Like, you can't, like, you can bear it with, if the light is on at the Kraken's grave, like, you, on a completely, absolutely clear night, you might be able to see it from Natumbria. That's how far away it is. It's okay. several miles. But it is possible. Okay. And just as you begin to wrap up, and Iodorna begins to collect some of the maps and put them all together, there's a knock at the cabin door. And puzzled, she kind of goes over and opens it. And you can't hear exactly what's said, but she's passed <clears throat> something. And she comes to you all, and she says, There was a hawk who managed to find her location and it bore this note she throws it onto the table and she throws an enclosed envelope with a black wax seal 
of a rose on it. Wait, I get it. legit has one. Oh Gosh, my God. Dang it. You, you should it. read it. I would, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping we'd get another. I want to read it. I want to read well, it. Hold on, hold on. Do you and before, read? <laughs> and as you, uh, she kind of tosses it and she says, I don't believe it's, it's for me. As she looks at the five of you. And yes, we have a physical envelope with a black rose wax seal. And all eyes turn over to Theseus. Where did she throw it? Toss it? Like, she's, it's like, just in the middle of the table. It's in the middle of the table. Yeah. Shall we have Lydia Lee? Or not Lydia. What's her name? I forgot. I don't know. I don't We know what's on your mind, Adelphos. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> don't worry. We'll go back. For Lydia us. says, if you need your privacy, nope. I'm... <laughs> what? Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I don't know. says... I know what's on your mind. Yeah, wanting you to get back there. <laughs> Iadorna says, if you need your privacy, I can give it to you. I think it's been decided that we will reconvene in a day or so after, and she looks at you, Thalassa, after you have some time to think about about what this potentially means. I'll go make sure we're still on course. Take all the time you need. Thank you. And she leaves and shuts the cabin doors behind her. We'll open it. Go Give ahead, my Theseus. Mind something better Don't to mind think us. About. We're not here. Just pretend like we're not even here. Mm-hmm. Could I'm, try, I'm trying to think. For me, I don't. I'm trying to think how I can get out of reading this right now. Maybe so read it by myself in my room alone. Not I burn it. <laughs> I cast fireball. I pull out a tinderbox. <laughs> Please you don't just cast. I smite this envelope. <laughs> mending, mending, mending. I worked, I worked really hard on that prop. It looks very good, man. It's very nice. It's very like it's got this dark burnished kind of look to it. It's got a nice. How, where did you get the seal for this thing? I mean, Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, pretty That's simple. Cool. We got the wax. I've had the wax for a while, but fortunately, my wife likes this kind. She loves stationery and stuff, and so I was yes. like, "Hey, like, if I got like a rose seal, like, could we have like share?" She's like, "Yes." I'm like, "Done." <laughs> but, but, but it wasn't very. You know, it was like fifty bucks. It wasn't that bad. I'm joking. Whoa. I'm joking. It was a hundred. It's solid. <laughs> we will be linking. This wax seal. Open in the, the dang description. Envelope. So as, as Theseus, you just kind of sit there. Do you grab the letter, or is it in your hands, or what are you? What's going? What What are you doing right now? I would definitely stare at the letter for a minute, in both confusion and I'd reach out and I'd grab it. And you can either break the seal or should peel off. I'm trying to. There we go. There we go. It did. It did rip around it. At That's first. okay. That's fine. Can I break the wax seal? And I keep, and I, and I keep it to myself. Out. There's a lot of words on this. Too bad I'm not reading it. <laughs> Too bad I'm not reading it. <laughs> uh, oh, if you, you follow know our TikTok, words. you would get that. <laughs> and if you came from our TikTok, we love you. <laughs> and the rest of you, we love all of you. And you can choose Zane slash Theseus. You can choose to read this out loud. In your mind, doesn't matter. Read it I'm going to read it to myself okay. first. That was hard to read and act. I couldn't act like Theseus the whole time. I feel like it was just... That's all right. Me, I was reading it from me. Mm. Mm. Okay, so what does Theseus do after he reads the letter? And actually, roll me. I'm going to ask you this. Does this, and you don't have to answer to me right now. You can answer to me in a whisper so that nobody knows. Does this letter affect Theseus? If it does, does it affect him enough that he would be visibly shaken by it? Do I even do I even have to whisper that to you? I don't know. I, absolutely. Okay. All right. So, Romy. Oh, go ahead. As he, 
Theseus is reading this, does he play with his ring? It's on his necklace. Does he play with it? I don't know. That's a question for Theseus. Because I know that that was his tick before. Yeah. And so Laundress would be looking for that. Do you? Yeah. All right. Okay. I do. I play with Roll me a performance check. Like a psychologist. <laughs> I was listening to the the previous episodes and he always did it. I was like, I'm bringing that back. <laughs> what would you roll for your performance? 16. A 16. Wow. Okay, everybody, roll me an insight check. First roll like on you're your new dice. Anything past Tyson. <clears throat> no, my insight checks are not that great. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Roll with advantage, everybody, because you know Theseus so well. <laughs> oh, and he's not really—he's not really trying to hide All it. Right. I mean, no, not twenty. I got a twenty-three. Holy cow! Yeah, Everybody knows everything. Twelve, <laughs> except for Delphus <laughs> and Callan. Yep, I have no idea. You can tell, obviously, Adelphos and Callan. This letter holds weight. That's about as far as you know. Alondros and Talasa. This letter shook Theseus. Shook him. And he tried his very best to maintain his powerful demeanor. But in the course of reading the letter, you could just see that it broke him down to little more than a child, basically. So you've read the letter. Mm -hmm. As I read the letter, as I come to a close with it, you can tell that Theseus' eyes are a little bit more glossed over than usual. And you see... A single vein up by his temple begins to protrude. And with the letter in my hand, I get up from the table. And as I walk to the door of the cabin, I put on my gauntlets. And I'm going to cast Thunderous Smite on them. Okay. On us? No, on the the gauntlets. On the gauntlets. And as I do so, you see pulsating red energy vibrate through my gauntlet, and I attack the door. All right. Okay, go ahead and roll. Do I have to roll to, like, I don't have to roll to hit it, do I? I just roll damage, right? Um, It's just a door. Do I miss miss the door? You know what I mean? I thought he was too. Or he was going to, like, destroy the letter. I was like, no! You can, can, I mean, in in my my handy-dandy... Uh, resources here in the back of the DM the DM screen. Mm-hmm. Wood and and bone have an ace have an armor class. So okay. whatever. I, I okay, that's fine. But you have you have two fists though. So if the first one doesn't work, you're gonna have oh, the second one. So goes up to punch the door. Oh, okay, um, sixteen. Yeah. So I'm not even gonna have you roll damage. You do you, do you still have the letter? Do you drop it on the ground? Put it on the table. Uh, yeah, I drop it. You drop it onto the ground. Mm-hmm. You drop it onto the ground behind you, and you kind of take a deep breath as you stand in front of this door, which are French doors. They're double doors, basically. <clears throat> and you take your fist, and you punch the doors, and they splinter and explode out. Roll me a luck check. 17. Unfortunately, nobody was walking by, and though there are workers there, you see they are splintered with woods, but nobody gets injured or they all kind of are surprised but there's a loud concussive explosion that just rattles the entire ship as the whole ship shakes around you anything loose shakes a little bit and the doors are you didn't just like punch them off their hand like their doors are are exploded basically there's no doors anymore now it's just an open walkway into and out of the cabin and where do you walk to 
I go down to the bunks downstairs, wherever I usually sleep. And you go down, and you leave the letter behind. Before anybody else can grab it, I'm going to swipe the letter. Okay. And I'm going to close it. If any of you want to read it, you're more than welcome to. I don't feel like I... I want to hear it from him. And I will set the letter down, fold it on the table. Oh, that's so neutral. And walk out. That is very neutral. Job, yeah. you get a piety. Thank you. This is me after reading that letter. <laughs> <laughs> splashes water on his face. I splash water on my face. <laughs> I, I leave the letter on okay. the table, closed, and I walk out onto... I'm not chasing after Theseus or uh-huh. anything. I'm going to give him a space, but I'm just not... If they are going to read it, I don't want to know. And All right. You three are left. With this letter. But no judgment. Knows. No judgment if you guys want to read it and Connor hears it. No judgment. <laughs> that was just... That was Cal. Did yeah. you just roll to see if you were going to read it? I did. It's I also love doing that. It's, it's also cockeyed. Nah. I mean, not really. I mean, that's a clear 14. <laughs> like, Is that a read it? Yeah, I would read it. All right. Could you please this, read it? This was my, like... Adelphos... I've said many times that he's never passing up information... But for oh, Did you just call yourself a yes, oh, This is bad. Oh no! We're spiraling. <laughs> Alondros never passes up information, but he was torn because he also respects Theseus's privacy. Mm-hmm. And so I rolled to see, and his curiosity would overcome him. All right. He. I mean, honestly, he'd probably sit there for a little bit and think about it. Okay. I don't think it would be an immediate <laughs> grabbing of the letter, but he would sit there for a little bit. And then slowly pick up the letter, okay, and open it up. All right, go ahead. Before please. you read, 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 you, or you don't have to actually. Is, before you read it, could you read it out loud? Because I would want to read it, but I'm not quite there. Yet. Mentally refrained from doing so. Yes, I'm I just sitting I in the room, that. deciding whether or not this is going to be too much. <laughs> Yeah, but Can before he... I read it, I, I would turn to Thalos and say, would you like to hear the contents? You can read it. I'll plug my ears if I don't want to hear any more. Might want to close your eyes, too. <laughs> I already saw everything, so... Well, I mean, it's because you can read lips. Oh, I wouldn't be looking at him. If you can't read my handwriting, I can read it. <laughs> the no, phrasing I... is also... He casts comprehendly. Which I is... tried to be very... Formal in my phrasing, so it could be confusing at times. And then I also know you type it. I know. So. And then the dyslexia doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help. And I'm not trying to do like you know what I mean. No, yeah, okay. for sure. I I think I can read this. This is pretty. And then before you start to read, I'm like, actually, I can't, and I would get up and I would walk out. Okay. Would you please leave the table. No, just kidding. <laughs> first, <laughs> first, first you're sick. Are you just read it on his own, and then no, I can just read it on my own as if he like relayed the information to me? No. No, I, we'll read it for the audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole reason why someone's going to read the it audience is so, that, know. so the audience can hear. Yeah. We're not telling when, you. Yeah, when, when, when Connor was like, I'm not going to read it, I, inside I was like, I worked so hard. Because <laughs> I, I knew somebody would read it. Yes, I know. And I, yeah. and I was confident somebody mm. would too. So so the answer to the question yeah. is no, only because as yeah. fun as that would be to keep them actually out of the loop, I want... I, as the mm-hmm. as, as the DM, I want the the, the audience, the audience to, to know the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just what? for story purposes, I would have went and found Hixus to work on maps to get right. my mind off of everything. Okay, sweet. He's up at the top deck. 
charting things. I cool. say we let Adelphos try and translate it over to the next two to four weeks. And uh, the audience suffer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take it and I immediately burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, Adelphos. You're not here in this. Oh, okay. it was disappearing ink. Just kidding. Okay, <laughs> so I, I would take the letter. I'd, I'd open it up slowly and wait for Thalassa to leave. And then I'd begin to read. Theseus, I hope this message finds you, because if it doesn't, then I will have wasted a perfectly good hawk. It should bring you joy to know that Sophia Arachlidus is now married. Her new husband is General Capris, commander of the Western Forces. He is a very wealthy and important man here in Akros. In other news, Sophia's brother, Basilus, won the games for the sec for a second time, making him the first man in history to earn the title of double victor. I can only imagine the pride their father must feel for his child's accomplishments. Proteus Rhododendron. And it has a seal. Dude, your dad sent you a letter just to tell your dad is evil, dude. Oh, oh my god. god. Your dad just sent you a letter to tell you that you suck. Oh my gosh, no wonder you, no you hate him so much. <laughs> dude, he didn't even like, how you doing or anything. He's just like, oh, by the way, oh, you're man. still a disappointment. <laughs> hey, by the way, you're still a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no wonder you and, hate and, him. And you would, would I know the that dude that won for the second time in a row? Vasilis? Yeah. yeah. You would know, you would... Yes. In, in short answer, yes. Mm -hmm. And you know, because you know Theseus, Theseus lost to Vasilis. Mm -hmm. Adelphos, the first time Theseus competed. Well, the only time Theseus competed. So, Vasilis was the victor when Theseus competed. You know this. Mm -hmm. And then now, from the, from the sound of it, he's won the games again. And it was four years ago that these games happened, which is like right before... Mm -hmm. The Neoantis War, and so you were there for that. Mm -hmm. All right, Theseus, let's go kill your dad. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's go. Let's do it, buddy. I'm on. I'm on board now. <laughs> yeah, that's vicious. I. Wow. I have some theories about this letter. Save. It I think for that they're. The yeah. We can save it behind the screen. Yeah. So after after you read it, you fold it up. Yep, I I fold it up. And I would slip it into one of my pockets. Okay. Just to keep the fur. Just to keep. I, I, yeah. So that no one else gets a hold of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Probably get back to Theseus at some point. But, or not. I don't know. Also, Adelphos. And you know this too, Theseus, to give you some insight on the letter, because I didn't talk about, about this before. You would know General Capris as a... He basically... There are three main military forces in Akros. The Alamon, who are basically scouts. So just They're basically like small, almost guerrilla war warriors. They kind of wander the, the borders of Akros and deal with any small threats that may threaten it. Then there are the Lukos, which is like this, the actual Akroan army army. And... The Western forces would be the Lukos. And so they are basically like 
any threats that the Alamon can't handle, like the elite of the elite are the Lucos, they go and they take them down. Those are like the, the Spartans, basically, you know, like the shield wall <clears throat> folks. There were part of the army of the Lucos were Admelitus, as well as General Capris. And then there are the Oromai, who are the city guard. And they are, their only role is to guard the city. There's not many of them. And it's more of a, you really have to be skilled to be doing it. And it's position of elitism, like an honor. Oh, yeah, okay. it's more like the, an honor guard. You're like, a, you're like a symbol. Correct. And Proteus is the head of the Oromai. Okay. Which are the city guard, the king's guard. Mm-hmm. Right? You know General Capris as an older man, similar in age to your father, Proteus. Very well respected, and because of his military career, never married. However, he is married now. Anyway, so if you are a part of one of those three, you're known as Stration, which is like the the overall, like... Like the military. Yeah, the military, like the Acroan Strations, yeah. but within the Stration. There's you know. like different... <clears throat> yep. Yeah, core are, there are the Alamon, who are... Who are scouts. They usually use bows and are quick and things like that. The Lucos, which are like spear and shield, heavy heavy fighters. And then the Oromai, which are the honor guard. What was the girl's name? Sophia? Yep. Yes. Okay. Not that I know any of this. Sophia. I put a little meta check mark Sophia. next to it. Sophia Heraclitus <laughs> and her brother Vasilis Heraclitus. Oh, so that's his... That's... Oh. Yeah. It's good. Yep. Interesting. Let's get rid of both of them. Yep. <laughs> Sophia can live. Get rid of the other two. And you would also know that the honor guard, the Oromai, are mostly made up of victors. And yeah. Which is also kind of why, like, there's this idea that there aren't many of them, but they are skilled enough they could defend the city because they won in the games. Right. Which is how your father gained his position. Anyway, but that can be a different discussion. <laughs> All right. After you two read... The letter. What do you two do? Did she leave the the maps? That yeah. Yep. She left everything that um, he drew. Yeah. I'd probably honestly sit in the chair and maybe study some things for a little bit. All right. Just kind of look over, process. Just kind of. I mean, I would imagine that that's a lot of how Alondros deals with things is mm-hmm. studying and learning and just putting himself into work. All right. So. That's probably what he would do. Okay. I probably just, I don't know, go to my own quarters. All right. So the way that the ship works, there aren't really any private quarters, and you are likely sleeping near Theseus. So as you go down below decks, you kind of catch Theseus doing what? I was thinking about that. That's what I imagine. <laughs> so I do when I get when I get really angry, dude. I don't just want to go hit a punching bag. So I would just say that probably just sitting on his cot. Are they like like some cots or something? Or They're hammocks. Hammocks. Yep. Okay, maybe like just sitting on like a crate or something like that. I feel like it'd be hard to sit like on a hammock and like yeah, like not be like laying in it. Right. Just sitting on a crate somewhere. Just my face in my hands and my elbows on my knees. Gauntlet's on or off? Gauntlet's on. Gauntlet's on. Okay. And that's how you find him. I would just go to my, is it like a hammock, cot? It's another hammock. I mean, you guys put up hammocks at night. 
take them down during the day, just so that as the ship moves, you can swing freely. And I would have Orpheus near me. Yeah. I'd probably just try and go to sleep and put my back towards Theseus, now to give him some space. If no one is going to do anything else. I would stay up. Okay. For quite a while, just up on the deck. If Theseus comes up mm-hmm. to see if he wants to talk, but if he doesn't, then I wouldn't. I would just let him have his time, not push the issue. Okay. I'd still just be trying to process my thoughts. Mechanically, your gauntlets. I reread what their negative effect were, and it's people can't have a long rest while mm-hmm. the gauntlets are equipped. So, because you all are at full health. And because you're all at things, these gauntlets while equipped have less effect on a night-to-night basis since we've changed the time frame of short and long rests. <laughs> and I knew that, by the way, so I wasn't trying to put any of you in danger. I knew he told me that it was going to be more of a long rest, so... There you go. Yeah. just got to go get his fix while he's down. Yep. <laughs> I don't get his, get his power fix. So, Juicy. a couple days go by, and as you wake up the next morning, I assume you all also do... Like, you study maps, mm-hmm. Philosa, you're playing, I work on my working song. on your song, Alondros, working on your horn, Adelphos, um, over these next couple days, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Working, what do you, Vidius just pumping iron and getting Yeah, I would be, I would back to um, a very, a more rigorous, a more rigorous, like, training routine than usual, mm-hmm. and pushing myself harder for longer, and... And as you all wake up, you know, we'll gather together uh, at the cabin. You see that Philippos and his cousin are working on putting some impromptu doors. But right now, Bless the only you. thing that separates that main cabin from the rest is a, a hung bit of extra sail on a rope. Okay, you all, okay. you all enter this uh, these quarters. Lady Dorner is there with Hyksus, Viseus, and Rexamor. And she says, we will reach the vicinity of the Kraken's grave and the coast of Melitus by tomorrow. Have you had enough time to think about and, and, and process what's transpired? I haven't, but it's not really my decision as I look towards the Lhasa. I think we need a plan. That would make me feel better. I don't really know what to expect from this. What is our goal? We cannot kill him. Callan is definitely thinking <clears throat> in his head he cannot keep that promise, but he's not going to say anything out loud because Talasa and his relationship is already very rocky. Well... Well, what is our plan? We need to find this tinker. He might not necessarily be in the overseer's hideout. Are we searching for the tinker, or are we searching to get these people off our backs? Get the people off our backs, but this whole situation is a lot more complicated with him being your father. I don't know how we go about getting them off our backs. Well, they want me. We're not going to give you to them. That's my father. But if he's this living a second life, I mean, how much do you really know your father? I don't, but I know he loves me and my family more than anything. I trust that you will not be harmed 
that you could walk in there freely if he is your father and nothing would happen to you. Us four would be dead before we could draw a breath. Yes, I don't want that to happen either. I, I don't, I'm not implying that you do. <clears throat> Listen. I don't know. I don't, I don't either. And I don't want to kill your father. If he tries to kill me... He's a very strong man. I don't, I don't know what to do. I would prefer we look for the best outcome. Obviously, I know that is not always what we receive, but I just, let's go in there without thinking we're going to kill him, okay? Okay. I'm okay with that. But I also think that we should not try to go in there Swords noticed. blazing. Yes. I think that we somehow need to get in there unseen and hope that we can find care. Then we will talk with him as I kind of gesture to Thalassa and figure out what's going on. Yes. I kind of give Callan a glance like if it comes to it though you know what to do. Kind of like a you know. Yeah. I just want you to know Thalassa that I have no desire to kill your father. If I wanted to kill him, I would have done it a long time ago. I admire the man, and he taught me everything that I know, even though that wasn't necessarily good things. I'm glad he was able to teach you things, but those are things that were robbed from me. I'm just gonna quit while I'm ahead or behind. Aldorna interjects and says, well, you mentioned you would not like the crew's assistance, so my question to you is, what would you have us do? There is a port city not far from the shoals. We could take you there, and you could acquire your own boat. And then she says, gesturing at your two cloaks and the fact that you're tritons, and she says, or at nighttime we could get as close as we reasonably think we could safely get and allow you all to swim there. That is what I was thinking as well, as I kind of gestured to her. Shield team go, shield team go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna kind of reach for the maps, and as I was kind of pouring over them these last few days, as Callan said, there appear to be two entrances. One, we go on land, and one, we go on sea. I'm unfamiliar and cannot find which one of those is the best way to go, as Callan is more familiar which is it going to be easier for us to to go through the the underwater passage or come from above it's gonna suck either way is I mean it's meant to suck either way either we're going to go in from the top and encounter a lot of guards well not a lot but a handful of guards sleeping in the barracks and patrolling, or we're gonna come into the cavern system through the outside cave and come out of the water into who knows what. And I have no idea how busy they've been. Obviously we know we sunk one of their ships. Who's to say that if they have another, going in during high tide would probably be the best time because we would be able to get out into the boat and they couldn't follow us, at least for a certain amount of time. 
as you say that, you see Hyksis begins to pour over charts. He says, the next high tide is tomorrow night. Begins at around, just as the sun goes down and will last until about the middle of the night. And then the tide will begin to recede. And just about, you see, he pulls up his thing, just about when the sun comes up, it will be low tide. How many of us can disguise ourselves? Okay. I can. You can? You can but go not. invisible. I can do it without the hat. Give the hat to somebody else. So there's three. She needs to be disguised the most, because she's the one they're actively looking for. Yes. So I'd say give her the hat. Or is it the opposite, and she's the one who needs who no keeps disguise? Who alive? I don't know. Because she is the one that they're all looking for. I think that any of us, if seen at this place, would have less of a chance of arousing a heated discussion with our swords than than Thalassa would, being that we sunk one of their ships. Is that the other one running? Is there any type of, like, parlay system? These pirates. <laughs> would you know? Yeah. What, what, I mean, yeah, what would you say? You're the part of the U.S. this organization. Ooh, have, like, a secret. I, mean, I think that, like, we want to meet you bad. somewhere and then attack. Well, not Or just come in and say, hey, we surrender, <clears throat> take us to your leader, kind of a thing. Yeah. I'm thinking more of the, let's have a discussion. They are businessmen above all else. It's true. This organization is the, for, for gain and gain alone. Yep. That's their number one. It's like mafia. Their number one. Make that money. What if we could try it and <laughs> what if we did disguise the Lhasa and we went in and we said that we would talk to Care and give up bring in Thalassa, that she's not with us, but she is close by. But if he harmed us, then we would not share that information mm. with him or something like mm-hmm. that. But she's with us all along. We do mm. have sending stones. I'm saying disguise you so that you look like, I'm like a dude or something. I'm just saying you can relay the information through the sending stones. True, you do have the one stone. Like we're oh. talking... Oh, you saying send the no, stones? No, we have again? sending stones. Didn't you buy some? Yeah, we have sending stones. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I don't get what you're saying. I'm just saying. Well, you also have the one side. you can cue the person to kill me. Oh, like just like with a sending fib. stone? Yeah. Kill her now! And then it, <laughs> it goes off in your pocket. Elon goes to pocket. Oh, it's definitely a call. This new plan I'm on just keeps getting interfered with the calls. I swear, the guy who had this number before marketers. Horrible. Horrible. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. I'd like to read you about your wagon's extended warranty. (laughs) 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 That was good, Matt. That was good. Your wagon. So what's the plan? I mean, I think... If there's some parlay system, that might be our best bet to talk with him, but it would arouse everyone. We would lose surprise, Mm -hmm. but it would almost be a guaranteed way for us to talk. I think it's better to have a way to talk than... We are almost certainly going to lose the element of surprise. The odds of us sneaking through here with... So many people, I mean, we could try it at first, and if we get caught, then we could just say, Well, we're here to talk to Care, we got some business. 
Or do I go in alone? Absolutely <laughs> not. And listen, I know it's your dad. No chance am I letting you go in there alone. I think if we go in there to bargain, quote unquote, then I think we have some leverage. We know what he wants. We can trade it for information, but not actually give you up. What do you want to do, Lhasa? I'll just follow whatever you guys think. I think this is... This is your decision, not ours. I just want to see my father. And let's go see him. The planning I will leave to you. I will disguise myself if you would like. I will do whatever. I say we disguise. I think that's our best bet of us living. Mm-hmm. Again, I do not want anyone else to be killed either. So whatever you think is the best, you know the place well enough. And as it's been said, I have not seen my father in many years. So I don't feel that I am the one that we should be looking to. Looking at Kellen. All right, let's go have a conversation. And with that, we'll end our session. Oh my gosh, dude, I have perpetual anxiety. My heart has been racing for like 10 minutes straight. We'll catch you next week, everybody. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you love everything D&D? Be sure to subscribe to our TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for consistent updates. We're also on Patreon for only two bucks a month. You can get loads of exclusive content, including our after show. Thanks as always, and we'll catch you next week on PGD&D.